And we are live. Welcome everybody to the Way of the Truth Warrior. David Whitehead here with you once again, and I have the lovely Dr. Carrie Madej with me for a second interview. Very excited to talk with her. Before I bring her in, I wanted to show you two clips because we're going to be getting into uh, this shot that is going around the world. And I called this show The Shot Felt Around the World. What is the truth about it? Everybody's debating about it. Everybody's uh, France is in uproar. They are spraying Macron's house with horse manure. They're pretty pissed about the mandatory vaccines and the passports. Uh, Canadian airports, uh, it's Pearson Airport in Toronto and also Vancouver Airport, are actually creating lines of vaccinated people and then unvaccinated people, which is really interesting because isn't everybody getting on the same airplane all squished into a big sardine can? I don't know. Uh, but there's never been much logic to any of this this entire time. But before we get into all that good stuff, let me just double check the streams. Say hello to everybody. We are live on the Foxhole. How's everybody doing over there? We are on Twitch. We are on DLive. Let me just check out the chat. We are on Rockfin. And brilliant. We're on Pilled. So the good news is we can speak freely. There's no censorship on these platforms. And we need to get to the bottom of what the hell is going on right now with these shots. And I couldn't have thought of somebody better than Dr. Madej. Um, you can follow her on Twitter. I posted it on my Twitter, so you can catch it there. Um, and I hope you support her work and check out her past interviews, especially the interview that I did with her, that you can go back on my Rockfin account, on my free account. You can go and check out the stack there, which is a playlist called Corona Chronicles, where I listed all the different interviews that I had done through 2020, Dr. David Martin, Dr. Carrie Madej, Del Bigtree, Mickey Willis, on and on and on. And I'm continuing this study. And wow, there are more and more experts of very high caliber coming out with dire warnings about uh, what's going on with the lockdown policies, this shot that's going around that is has no long-term safety data associated with it. There's all kinds of information coming out about the, the toll. We're getting lots of data about this shot. So there's been tons of injuries, lots of deaths, stuff that's underreported. Um, and then, of course, the mainstream media and your government officials, and I'm sure all your friends and family, are all just marching by the beat of the same old drum that this is the only way to save us from the deadly Rona virus and to secure our health. And um, I personally disagree. I'm going to get Dr. Madej's thoughts in a minute here. But before we do it, let me just quickly roll an interesting video that I came across and I threw it up on my TikTok. And so I just want to show it to you because it's as if they're admitting publicly what we all know. Uh, oh, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Let's pull this up here. Okay. There we go. Let's hope you guys can hear this okay. I'm going to refresh it and let's just let it roll. It's about a minute long. Um, there are a number of people in hospital. Um, 141 people are in hospital with COVID at present and 43 are in intensive care, 18 of whom require ventilation. So this is a very serious disease. Of those 141, 60 um, are under the age of 55 and 28 under the age of 35. And of the 43 people in intensive care, uh, one is in their teens, seven are in their 20s, three are in their 30s, 14 are in their 50s, and 12 are in their 60s, and six are in their 70s. 
So this is affecting people of all ages with very serious disease. All but one um, are vaccinated. One person has just received one dose of vaccine. All but one um, are vaccinated. All but one um, are vaccinated. One. That is interesting. That is interesting. So they're admitting that people that are getting the shot, even the double vaxxed, are catching the disease and are dying from the disease. And that is an interesting thing when we're all being told this is the thing that's going to save us from this disease. So I don't know, maybe there's something more to it, but let me go ahead and bring on Dr. Carrie Madej. She needs no introduction on this platform. Always good to have her here. Carrie, thank you so much. You are extremely busy, no doubt, these days, and I'm very grateful you're spending some time with me here today. Welcome to Truth Warrior. Thanks, David, for having me back. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Well, we need you. We need people like you because uh, right now, uh, when you turn on the news, everybody's getting inundated with propaganda that you have to take the shot or you're a, you're a dirty murderer of elderly people or something. And um, now it's at the point where in Canada, they're actually segregating vaxxed, vaxxed and unvaxxed, and they're pushing that agenda more and more. They're really trying to talk about some kind of a passport. Uh, these vaccine passports have already been tried in other countries around the world. Some of them have been pulled back. Some of them are increasing more and more. There's protests all over the world, uh, especially this past weekend. I myself went to a local protest where people are just, they're basically saying, it's my body. It's my right to choose. Uh, the government shouldn't be able to force this on us. And these are seem to be valid concerns, but maybe you could just give us an update and maybe even your thoughts. I don't know if you heard that clip there where they're admitting that people that are getting vaxxed are still getting the disease. Um, what's up with that? And, and maybe just give us your thoughts on this rollout with all this uh, mandating of these health procedures on people. Uh well, from the very beginning of these manufacturers with their protocols, because we're still in the middle of an experiment, they, in their early synopsis of our injections are, they've said that it's only partial immunity at best, maybe for two months after you get the second injection or the one if it's J&J or AstraZeneca. All right, so they told us in the beginning what it was about at best, partial immunity, you're still contagious, you can still transmit the disease. So that's from their own mouths. So I don't understand why these public officials, people in international groups are telling people once they have both injections that now they're okay, they don't spread disease. Yes, they do. They spread disease just as well as anybody else if you're looking at all the data. So that's another lie that's gone on. And um, we haven't, the problem is we are still in the middle of the experiment, so we don't have all the data yet. But of course, you know, we have the VAERS data, database, which is well over 10,000 deaths in the United States alone. And there is a lawsuit that is filed in the um, federal government because there's a whistleblower because there are 11 print reporting systems. So there's a lot of things going on. I can tell you that the few people I know that have gotten the injections, they have had significant side effects, you know, uh, that are very worrisome. Um, the people that are still working in hospitals and clinics are 
telling me quietly that they are seeing a lot of people that have had the injections. Sometimes they had whole wings of a hospital floor just for the people that had adverse um, effects from the uh, vaccines called vaccines. These are not going in the newspaper. This is not going into the general news. No one is really knowing about this, but the adverse of, uh, events are very high. So, and as far as you not being contagious or not being able to catch it, of course you can. So the CDC actually said that since, since that people can still be positive for uh, COVID-19 on their test after they get injection, in, injected, they will not count anyone that's been vaccinated, injected. They will not count their positive PCR test in their database unless they're hospitalized. So they don't count on their positives. Only the people that are not injected or vaccinated is positives. Do you see the skewing of the results already? This yeah. is from their own admission. So they're, they're telling you they're going to make the, the, the statistics unfair and not balanced already. And then the CDC just this past week said, by the way, we no longer will use the PCR test. We'll use every other way to diagnose people, but not until December because they still need their, their falsified data to just these emergency acts that are around the world. We're still in a, uh, three emergency acts in the United States here. So it's lie upon lie upon lie. And the first lie, let me remind people, is that this is a novel virus never seen before. Lie. There's a 2002 patent for SARS-CoV-2 virus. A patent means that somebody manipulated it. It's not from nature. So that's lab made and they patented it so they can make money off of it. That's 2002. There's over 70 patents either related to SARS-CoV-2, SARS-CoV-3, or the, um, the vaccine, well, the biologic uh, genetic modification injection called a, a vaccine. We've had over 70 patents for over 20 years for this supposed pandemic that was new. They've lied about it from the very beginning. Are they still arguing? Is it, is it uh, you know, something that was made in China? No, it was made a long time ago. So did this whole thing from a big and only continued to layer on more lies. How can you expect anything good to come out of the situation until we stop exactly. everything, put a moratorium and look and see what's really going Yeah, absolutely. And the, it's like your I'm connection sorry. is just it's cutting out a little bit. You're back now. There you go. Um, okay. This yeah. is really shocking. And I, oh, that's okay. It's just weird how this happens, eh? Um, but that's okay. We'll work with it. Y you were talking there about something that blew my mind that people like myself and so many others have been covering the flawed PCR test, you know, getting into Kerry Mullis and what he was saying that this was supposed to be used for. And then, of course, you had Dresden from Germany, uh, you know, kind of remixing it and saying, oh, here's how we're going to use it. And uh, Reiner Fulmich is working on exposing that. And we've been talking about this for a long time. And now they're actually admitting it and saying, well, looks like PCR can't differentiate between influenza and SARS-CoV-2. So maybe we should. And you're like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. How did the world not stop and go, what? We've been operating with this test this entire time. People have lost their businesses. On and on we could go. And now you're telling us like, well, so this is shocking. Do you think, yeah. is this? What's happening behind the scenes, in your opinion? Is there is somebody trying to come clean 
and this is their way of doing it, is there, are they worried about the fact that, you know, there's going to be some major criminal indictments as this starts to keep, continue to unfold? Uh, do you think they're just trying to get ahead of that? Why do you think they're suddenly admitting this now? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some people are, but I think it's more of, look, look at what happened when these things are admitted, that there's patents for this since at least 2002 or before. Nobody cared. <laughs> they stopped, right. they're stopping the PCR test because really that is not an accurate way to diagnose and we're getting flus and colds and everything else mixed into it. Not a peep out of anybody, you know, technically. Um, back and forth with the mass things. Uh, knowing that, you know, there were these injections made a long time ago, knowing that Fauci is involved with the creation of this from a long time ago, nothing happens. I think it's almost they they go ahead and they admit some of these things and then wait and see the public's reaction. I want I think they're, they're just looking at how much did their fear and panic, how much did their mass hypnosis, their brainwashing techniques they've been using, how well is it working on the public? I kind of think they, they, they do some of these things to see the reaction of people. How far can they go with their next step? Because I think the big plan as it goes forward, mm. it's obvious with these lies that it's not about a virus. It's not about the health and well-being of the world. It's obvious that there's another agenda. There most certainly is. And you can tell that right away by what they're not saying. And what they've not been saying this entire time is how to build your immune system, how to eat healthy, uh, you know, the true vectors for disease and how it works and things that you could do in the meantime. They're suppressing the work around these other therapeutics like hydroxychloroquine, you know, ivermectin, budesonide, and just good old plain vitamin D, C, zinc, et cetera. Uh, they're suppressing doctors and experts from around the world. They're even suppressing Dr. Robert Malone, who's the inventor of mRNA technology. And when he's coming out with science and saying, guys, I think we better recall this. I think we better look at it. There's a lot of dangers to it. And they don't even react to that. And they smear the guy and censor, you know, people like yourself and so many others. To me, that's the smoking gun to know that we're not dealing with people that are interested in our health. We're not dealing with the process of science. Uh, we're dealing with an alternative, an ulterior motive. We're dealing with a political agenda. And I think it's even more nefarious than that. What do you think their end game is? Is it just power and control? Are they just trying to make money off the vaccine? This is a recurring subscription-based business model that they want for everybody with all these boosters or at the top levels. Are they looking at just culling off significant portions of the human population and maybe they're running some kind of big giant IQ test to see in their mind who gets to stay and who doesn't? I don't know. It's getting to the point where you got to start asking those bigger questions like what's this really all about? Uh, absolutely. It has to do with the general uh, economic forum, the great reset, fourth evolution. That's really what this is all about, because in their eyes, we have nine years to yeah. to achieve that goal where it's a massive depopulation. In their, their eyes, control, and because that may be a small portion. And in that manner, they're telling us it's a nicer way to be, but really it's a way to control, ultimately control a human. They're, um, you know, surveilling them, their emotions, their thoughts, um, just about everything you can think of. So 
this is all about this weird transhumanism agenda and about these tiny group of people that want to ultimately control uh, everyone else. And it's a battle of good and evil because we're talking about the battle for your body and your mind and perhaps your, your soul. Um, it really is yeah. coming down to that. And hopefully people do see that because if you start to really dig what's inside of these vials, what they're telling you is frightening, what they're telling, what they're admitting. And then if you actually have the few sources where you see what is inside of them, we've seen mostly synthetic graphene. Um, we've seen um, different other things in there. Um, I've been able to see some samples where it's mostly synthetic. It's, uh, it's not anything that I've ever seen before. So this is where we get into this, like these nanolipid lipid particles. I think that's what they're called. Basically nanotechnology. Um, this, this at the luciferase, the bio, the, what is it? Hydrogel, these kind of things. Oh, sorry guys. Looks like her, her internet is just kind of cutting in and out a little bit there. We'll see if we can get her back. As she was mentioning to me before, but their internet has been working fine. And then every time she gets on these interviews, it gets all wonky. So you never know. Um, so we'll give her a minute to, to jump back in here. But that's what I'm curious about is what are they telling us is really in there? Oh, there we go. Can you hear me now, Carrie? Yeah, I mean, uh, somebody does try in every way possible. So my computer open to just in case maybe we can toggle i don't know but um sure so yeah I, I it's okay if it breaks up again you can just yeah yeah that's okay we'll, we'll deal with what we can here um i was just thinking about what you were saying about how we've we there's what's publicly admitted but then because this is experimental and because this is emergency youth emergency use authorization they don't have to disclose the normal amounts of data that they would with a fully approved medicine, which those already have enough problems as it is. But um, what do you know about what they're not telling us? Because you've had some experience in the past hearing it right from the horse's mouth about what their end game is, whether they're putting all of that into this shot or it's coming in, in waves, their end game is transhumanism. Um, did you want to share a little bit about sort of the declassified side of what could be in these shots or shots that are coming in the pipeline? Well, yes, the idea is that by 2030, every single human will be linked to the internet of everything or internet of things, meaning you will walk around and you will be your own digital device. You will connect with anything digitally, digitally around you, a satellite, another person, a street lamp, a refrigerator, whatever. And so it's a two-way communication where you could put a command out where you could you know, tell the refrigerator to be cooler or tell the stove to turn on, but you're also getting commands and messages and programs from all of these devices around you as well. And also right. the, they've actually said that there is an ultimate, a bigger plan where there's a supercomputer involved where at least in the United States, they would like to do something similar to China, where this is a great way to make people nicer and less violent and um, better workers, more productive, where 
you would be rewarded and um, you'd have demotions given based on your behavior, even. Uh, Oh, looks like we looks like we lost Jay in there, Carrie. I don't know if you can hear me. I can actually see her signal here. It goes up and down. Can you hear me now? You know we could try. Oh, let's try. Oh, we got. Yeah, let's see what happens if I do this. One sec. Let's go. Here, there we go. We brought up the other one. Let's see how that goes. Stop that one. Sorry. That's okay. No worries. Let me just let her fix that sound and we'll bring her back in in a sec here. Sorry, guys. This is just, this is the life of, uh, sadly, people that are trying to get the truth out. I mean, there's always something going on on the technical side. Let's see if we can try this again here. One sec. There we go. Oh. Hey, Carrie, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here All we right. go. Yeah. Good, good. Um, so, yeah. So you were saying, this is the the internet of everything. They want to turn us into basically a smartphone that they can link up to this new grid. And it's the ultimate form of control. That is the absolute plan, no matter what. If you don't think it, then you have not done any research. 100% that is the plan. Absolutely. So you have to understand that if they're going to achieve that in nine years, how in the world would they do that? How in the world would they get our organic human body to then link up with everything digitally. They would have to do right. something synthetic to us. So think about that, everybody. And think about that this is the first to introduce synthetic nanotechnology, they're calling nanolipid particles, also synthetic genetic sequences inside a human first time ever. Could that be the beginning of it? I'm pretty sure that it is. And then you look at where they're just trying to tell you it's just a nanolipid particle. They're very creative with the words they use because it really is, which can put biosensors in and different graphing, which is a computing kind of power, which would definitely act as an antenna. And, you know, there's different ways to get that, that power activated and, and to activate neurons in your body where that's where this magnetic, ferromagnetic uh, particle can come in. And so people think, oh, that's just theory. But here you have some people, common folk, us, they were able to look at some of these samples under a microscope. And I think a lot of people have already seen, you know, that showed almost all graphene, something synthetic. That's not what was told to us. That's not what was said to us. Um, I can tell you that I've, I've seen samples, too, where it's, it's worse than what you've seen the Spanish people are showing. Um, it's it's wow. definitely not what they are telling people. I can that with my whole heart. Um, you know, the problem is it's we are the people force this medical experimentation on, but we're not allowed to know what's inside of there. We're not allowed to look at that. That should be a revolution right there. Yeah. If you lose autonomy of your body, I just don't understand what can I, I can get this point across. The moment we lose autonomy on our bodies, that is the day humanity dies. You say goodbye. Because you have, people do not understand the end results of that or what that really means. It's, so I see a lot of people just roll over for 
these uh, mandates that are not legal because, oh, I'm not going to have my job or this or that. Well, I don't know. Maybe if they saw the ingredients of what's being injected inside of people, they would have the motivation to fight back because this is, this is not normal. This is yeah. completely out of the realm of anything, any doctor um, that I know has ever studied. And this is something that we have a window of opportunity to stop right now. So hopefully there'll be more in doubt soon. And if you see leaked images, just know that you should probably take them seriously because people are hard to get this information out and don't just blow it off because I'll guarantee you if you see it, that last sentence just got a little mangled. Everything else was there. You were saying there's images that are going to be coming out. So basically more data is going to be coming out. Don't just blow it off. And then it cut you off at that point. What was that last point you made? Oh, it looks like you're frozen again, Carrie. I can see your uh, connection going up and down here. Must be really, somebody really doesn't want this information out. That's for sure. Um, okay. So let's just, you know, what I'd recommend is maybe just try to jump out. Maybe a different browser might help, uh, and then pop back in. We'll see if we can get Carrie back here, guys. So just hold the line. Um, wow. It, it, what she's, I'm trying, I'm going to try to piece together there. So what she's saying is what a lot of us, um, have been very concerned about, which is that not only did they lie to us about the PCR tests and this whole pandemic scenario and the numbers that they're putting on the news media every single day, 24 seven, saturating your mind with this. Okay. Not only did they lie about that, they lied about the masks. They lied about the social distancing. They lied about a lot of things. Okay. But now we're getting into the level of, well, there was this problem that happened and now they have the solution. Okay. And that's the, and it's always, this is the only solution. There is no other solution. And they're lying to us about what's even in this, what it actually does. And they're calling it a vaccine when we know that it's not by any definition, an actual vaccine on a, in a traditional sense. Um, and so <laughs> we could get into the whole vaccine debate as well, but let's leave that just looking at this. If there's synthetic you know, there's synthetic ingredients in there. There's all this stuff we've never used before. There's no long-term safety, all that stuff. We know that then what is in there has to be something that is nefarious because why would they have to hide it? Why would they have to lie to us about it? Why can't they show us what's really going on? And that to me is enough. That's a, I mean, it was enough just to know who we're dealing with here. You know, the Anthony Fauci's, the NIH, World Health Organization, pharmaceutical companies, Gavi, Bill Gates. When you're dealing with those people, um, I have no idea how people can just blindly trust those, the messaging coming from there. I have no idea how that's possible. Um, with just looking at the track record, right? Just the track record alone. But here, let's see. I think I got Carrie coming back. Let's see if we can get her back in here. Hey, Carrie, can you hear me Hi. okay? 
I'm back for now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. We just keep popping in and out of reality and that we'll, we'll get it through. Don't worry. You got a full bar on my end. So let's go. You, okay. you were just saying at the end there and it, I was like waiting with bated breath. You were talking about how it's the um, synthetic ingredients. We don't really know what's in it, but you, we, there's going to be new information that's going to be coming out. Um, well, did you want to you know, continue like from said, there? The, there are there are real images of what is is going on inside these vials, and it's not what you're being told. But you know, the common folk like us aren't allowed to to look at them, right? So. The point is, it can't be an official report, but you, you will see images come out and you should take them seriously and know that there's um, they do come from good sources, but they just can't be, um, they can't really say too much more than that. But this is an attempt to try to warn people of what the truth is. Would it be a correct statement in your opinion to say that we're at war right now, that this is a basically a, a hidden war behind the scenes that's going on or that we're at war as a planet against whoever's doing this? 100% it's a war. The war started a long time ago. So yeah. um, it's a it's a war of the mind primarily. There may be more than that going on soon, but primarily it's a war of the mind. And um, this is on different levels as well. But this is the, you know, the typical good versus evil really is um, they use a lot of symbolism, the number 666, Luciferase, etc. Um, the people behind these agendas, uh, transhumanism, they claim they don't believe in God, but they believe that one day soon there will be a God, that means created. They believe they themselves can be gods, not us, they will. Um, so you already know where this is going. They have very little yeah. value for human life, as you already see, because they could care less about the death count. They could care less about taking care of the weaker and more fragile, the elderly people, the children are their targets. So you, why are we following these people that are being paid money from the common folk to support them in what they're doing? They are supposed to be in our best interest. They're not. And if they're not, we have a right to start anew. And if we don't take take we gave away our power if we don't take it back now the future is not what people think it's going to be it's not going to go back to normal ever this is the time to finally say no and to and if you don't care about yourself at least care about the children care about the weaker and more fragile and it doesn't take many to stop this because again it's the war of the mind you yeah. are made to think that you're powerless you're made to think that you're weak you're made to think that the world is so scary when in reality, it's the complete opposite. We are made in the likeness of God. They don't want you to believe in God. They don't want you to know about God and God that's inside of us. We were made in the likeness of God. And so we are co-creators with God. God is the creator, but we can create too. So we're co-creators. We can create right. with God. However, it's a choice. And the other thing is people that are negative and more demonic, they don't create anything. They only copy and make everything the inverse of what is already created. So we have the power, not them. They're just very crafty and good at deceit and lies. And if they can get us to believe the world is dangerous, if they can get us to believe a virus will kill us, it will happen because our thoughts are powerful. We can create. Just like you can make yourself sick, you can make yourself well. And we can do that individually and collectively. Right. So one day people will remember who they are 
let's hope it's sooner than later. Because that's really the truth. We've been tricked and lied to for the beginning of our written history about who we are and what we are. And we don't need these tiny group of people in power or entities, whoever they are. And it's not right what's happening right now. So it's really about that, that mental game people are in right now and getting them to be brave enough to stand up for what is right. Because without freedom, the ability to love and create and be independent thinkers, why would you want to stay here one day longer when we're eternal souls? It's exactly. crazy to me. Wow. Well, hey, that message came through crystal clear, and I'm so glad it did because that was epic. Uh, so well said. I couldn't agree more. The idea that we co-create, the idea that they are trying to lie to us and get think about how nefarious this is. They're trying to tell you that your body and the immune system that comes with your body that was put there by your creator, however you see that, okay, um, it, that that is somehow inferior to what Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci and a bunch of people in Fort Detrick or whatever can come up with in their science lab to uh, to give you uh, to basically help you with a virus that has a 99.98 survivability to it. And yet people are so afraid that they can't trust their body. They can't trust nature. They have to trust. They were told trust the science. But they're not really doing science. They've hijacked the scientific process and turned it into I, I'm calling it a cult, Carrie. I've been calling it a cult. I'm, I'm actually working well, on a it's series. It's cults. Yeah. Symbols and symbolism. That's a cult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's also, you're not allowed to, you know, what, think of a cult. You, when you're in the cult, you're not allowed to leave the cult and you're not allowed to have any thinking outside of the doctrine of the cult, which look what they're doing to scientists that they're like, hey, I'm a scientist. Look, you're a doctor. You know what you're talking about. And you're like, hey, I got some questions about this. And then questions turned into research and research turned into you telling what, what you've found. And then they're just censoring you. I mean, so that that's happening. And that's how we know there's something else going on. But just to the point of what you were saying about the awakening here isn't just waking up to the fact that there's a nefarious agenda and there's people that have vested interests and they want to control humanity and take over the world. What about waking up to your true greatness and what you what you can do and we've been raised and trained to think that we're powerless that we have to go to some authority or some expert or listen to some politician and follow the we're 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 been taken outside of our power and i think this process of awakening is taking that power back yeah well yeah we actually created this to happen to us because look mm, what happened yeah. right before this we were the walking dead already this had to happen to wake us up, to make us not dead anymore. Because mm. we allowed, right now, there are the most slaves ever in the world in the written history right now. That's right. We have the most genocides going on than ever before. Millions upon millions of children and adults are human trafficked, killed, tortured, adrenochrome is real. And no, most of them do not come back home like the lies on the media say. And yet all of us know this, but we turn our head because it's not here, it's not my family. The problem is, is that one day, if you keep turning your head, it will be your family, it will be you. And you shouldn't turn your head on humanity anyway. And we allowed to come in, our bodies were made miraculous. We don't, we shouldn't need medicines and drugs and things like that. Anxiety and depression are common, they shouldn't be common. Um, always worrying about if yeah. you're gonna have money for the roof over your head, that shouldn't happen in this plentiful world. Um, people, I mean, cancers, one in two people have cancers and autism. 
that is all induced upon humanity and we've accepted it. So if this world keeps going on like this and the atrocities happening and, and there's no truth anymore, the lies abound, well, with this had to happen, we were asking for it. Because again, we are co-creators, right? We needed to be woken up. So now it's, again, you can't be lukewarm, either you're hot or cold. Which way do you choose? What kind of life do you want? And what does it mean to be human to you? Because that's what we're facing right now. And also remember who you are. I mean, remember just for the United States Constitution, it's all backwards how they taught people because there were people that had to, that wanted to escape, you know, persecution and they formed different states. The states formed, they all wrote in the Constitution. The states created the federal government. And in there they say the creator, which endowed man to have inalienable rights. So the creator, then there's man. Then we have the states, then we have federal government. Federal government is at the bottom, guys. Why in That's the right. world are we letting them tell us what to do? Because we tell them what to do. It got messed up because we became ignorant of what our constitution says. Everything is in there if you learn it properly, but nobody has. And there are ways to do this. And there's common law too that is for the common man, us. Then there's British crown rule. People need to understand no one was taught about the, the world. And these people pushing the buttons, they do go by law. So they do abide by that on some level. So the thing is, first of all, know your rights, know human rights, know the actual constitution in, in your country and know how it can help you. And then you find your tribe and you find people that are like-minded and you help one another and you talk about this. And that gives you encouragement and you stand for the children you don't let them mask them all day. You don't let them teach them the wrong science, the wrong math. You don't teach teach them where they're messing up their heads of if they're even a human or a boy or girl or whatever. They're not teaching them anything. Pull them out of the schools and form your own community schools. Everybody teaches them something they know, a trade skill, you know, anything, right? It's a lot better than what they're getting. Protect them above and beyond. Why aren't we protecting them? You start with that. And then everything else will fall into place. You don't have to solve all the problems at once, but my gosh, you start with one and we haven't seen that yet. Incredible, Carrie. Wow, like I'm right there with you and I love that you brought this to the next level of uh, taking a look at what's been happening while we've been asleep and while we've been unwittingly helping these evil you know, architects of control to create this world as it is. And now we're sitting back going, oh my God, they're doing this and they're taking over and they want totalitarian control and they're killing we people. And we let them, it, you're, it's mm -hmm. so right. We've been, we've been participating in our own slavery because we've been believing lies. And that's why the truth is valuable. That's why the truth wins in the end, no matter what our opinions are. And I, so I guess the way you're saying, and, and I feel this as well, this has been a theory that I've had, is that it's like the old saying goes, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And what the human race needed was because of all this stuff that's going, we're being attacked on multiple levels. What we needed was something big like this to snap us out of this funk and to spur on this great awakening process that starts at an individual level with us learning how to exercise our free will right? Like this is a free will choice. They might say it's mandatory and you got to stand in that line and you got to wear that and go in there. But really in the end, that's just them saying stuff. If mm -hmm. free people don't ask for permission from tyrants and criminals and liars, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nobody will ever own 
how I think and what I think and what I do, no matter what the cost is to me, because I know Hell who yeah. I am. I know where I go. This is a blip of an existence. There's something so much greater than this. You would laugh. People, if people forgot and they don't understand who they are. If they did, they wouldn't even be this scared. You know, it's, it's, it's really crazy. And I hope they see that one day, at least a critical mass sees that. Incredible. Carrie, I don't know. I've listened to as many interviews that you've done as possible. Uh, I love your message. I love your work. I, I salute your bravery and any doctor or, or human being. I don't care if you have an expert background, any human being out there that's trying to shout out the truth on this level, I'm with you. And I start to wonder, you know, do you get any kind of inside information or is it just literally, this is just your soul. This is an intuition plus the research. And like, how is it that you've nailed it? So spot on is what my question is. I, uh, I've done a lot of research many years prior to all this. And then, you know, through, um, I always stood for the patient's rights, no matter what, the pressure was from a hospital a boss, the government, the CDC, the public health department. So I stood against, I stood for the patient and fought for them. And so I understand what can happen to you. Um, but I never would ever stop standing in truth. Um, I was recruited maybe because I don't know all the reasons why, but I was recruited to some meetings where I learned about more of this. So that helped, uh, under, mm. uh, helped me understand more. And then I just, you know, get closer and closer with God as you go through these, these traumas or these challenges in your life, right. because that's the only thing that is real. It's the only thing that is good and true that you follow that and you can't go wrong. So yeah, it's all these accumulation of things that have happened through my life to bring me to this very moment. And I also just, I never stopped researching. So if I want to see something myself, I'll see it myself, find a way. If you want to see an image, try to find a way to see the image, right? So right. don't wait for somebody else to do it. Do it yourself. 100%. And good for you for doing it. Do you feel like in... Why are so many doctors blind to what's going on? Is it a willful ignorance? Is it because of the programming uh, that they're getting? Because, I mean, they're not just programming citizens with the media. They've also been uh, clearly um, giving a lot of false information to doctors and nurses around the world who kind of, I guess, how do I ask this? It's kind of like a compartmentalized structure, right? The medical establishment where it's top down, especially with this pandemic, it's been, well, this comes from the World Health Organization so and Fauci, so they're the top. And then that goes to the next level. And then there's the colleges, which all support those views and get rid of anybody not supporting. So is it a fear of losing a job? Is it complete blind ignorance? Do you hear on the inside that more doctors and nurses are waking up? Maybe they're just, they haven't found the courage that you've found? a few of us dinosaurs still awake but um there's there was a massive push of um dumbing down all the industries including medicine too not teaching critical thinking not teaching people how to um analyze research papers um also just follow algorithm algorithm and then oh, you get fired if you, it's just like a monkey see monkey do that's part of it also mm. taking god out of anything you can yeah. really manipulate a human any way you want to because that's really, in the end, what really makes 
you still take keeping the lines have a conscience because if there's no god there's no eternal life there's no spirit well then it's just a body and i honestly think that is a big part of all the problems that we're facing right now is that maybe people in speaking say they believe in god they believe in spirit but do they believe in their hearts it's a totally different thing and if you do then you start to see every living thing is connected how could you ever hurt that on purpose hmm. because then you get empathy you're not just acting on a on a reptilian brain anymore because where we have a reptilian brain and then we have the limbic system that gives us our humanity it makes us have empathy and compassion and certain drugs actually block that connection you know that makes it worse and everybody's on a drug now right so you know benzos and narcotics and some of the anti-psychotropics all of them actually were purposely created to block your limbic system so you don't have empathy you don't feel um that's why there's probably a lot of suicide uh, and psychotic episodes listed on the side of these uh different drugs that people take right yeah and everybody lost connection they you know, look at even me, I got too connected on the phone. And so we stopped communicating with each other. We stopped being close with one another. We don't know our neighbors. Um, people rarely actually meet together and we became yeah. disconnected from ourselves. We need the phone and, and then obviously with God too. And so when you become so disconnected, you don't, you never feel good, A. Eh? And then again, there's that disconnected leads to not seeing another thing with empathy or with thought. Um, and so this is why I've seen some doctors not even understand about the Hippocratic Oath. Like, I, I mean, to me, a human life, I was so amazed the day I got my ability to be a real full-fledged doctor. And I actually had a real patient by myself because I felt this honor and this deep privilege because people will tell you things they won't tell anyone else in the world. What an honor. And so how could you ever take that frivolously? How could you not warn them about something? How could you, how could you not give them proper informed consent? How could you not stand for something, especially for children? And so this boggles my mind. And the only thing I can come up with is we really got so disconnected from everything, including God. It made us become these the walking dead where we didn't feel empathy or, or a conscience for things that, that we do. Really, maybe you right. say you do, but you have to act it. Mm. Yeah, that's, and wow, what a time we live in where the time for talk is over. Like it's, it's, there's no gray areas anymore. You either are aware of what's going on and you're willing to take positive action in your life, or you are willfully ignorant of what's really going on and you don't want to take action and you're going to give that power of authority over to somebody else to take action. And, and it's amazing to just walk around and literally you could be standing next to somebody at the bus stop who's living in a completely different universe of reality yeah. than you who's out there and the people listening to this stream. You guys are all out there researching. You're taking time to listen to podcasts, turning off Netflix for a little bit to learn some stuff, continue your research because you care. For me, it was like that as well. I researched this stuff and do this show because I care. And so many other people out there do that. And I was shocked when I found out how many professionals and university professors and the so-called intellectual elites that were around me didn't care. They cared more about how people viewed them and their prestige and their bank accounts and how many cars they have and what the, and I'm like, Hey, that stuff's all fine and good. If you can keep yourself human in the process, I feel like you're, you're right. We've sort of sold off our humanity in exchange for the illusion of freedom and the illusion of health and the illusion of, 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 of reality. 
And there's consequences to that. And we're living that right now. They, people sell themselves short. Our body is a holy temple, a gift. And yeah. we are eternal spirits, souls. So, and we have this connectedness and, and we just don't even realize it or choosing it at least to connect with that divinity inside of us and to know that this is a blip and that why do you have something of a lower frequency, a lower energy demonic tell you what to do? No, they'll never tell me what to do or how to think. They can threaten me, coerce me, make my life really difficult. Absolutely, not denying that at all. <laughs> a really hard. I'm sure you've had some experiences, yeah. But, but I'm that stubborn and willful because I know who I am and I, I have, my body will not be tampered in that way. And I will never give away, I will always stand in truth and I will try my best to do ethics and morals that are of, of what God would approve of or Yeshua, Jesus Christ. And I'm not perfect by any means, but I, I strive towards that. And um, I wish people would see the world and see themselves, give themselves some more credit than they do. Um, they would cling to this world so fast. And look at our forefathers in a revolution, right? Look what they yeah, did. Yeah, no kidding. Look what they suffered through. Yeah. And then, you know, look at even just our ancestors or my grandfather, you know, my uh, other, you know, ancestors who fought in wars for lesser things. You know, they knew, they saw the importance of it. The people in Europe see it a lot more than we do. They had bloodshed. They have, they still have physical evidence of the horrific tragedies that, that they can see where this could go. They know. And it's yeah. about us waking up to it. And, and like I said, if you don't care about yourself, because a lot of people say that, okay, fine. You fight for the freak, the, the weaker and the more fragile, the, the children, you know, this is, this is what I, I keep impressing on people. Um, and it shouldn't be that hard if just enough of us stood up and said no, because the whole thing that keeps this, this wheel turning is us. We stop paying them taxpayer money because they're all negligent of their jobs and they have violated almost every human right and every constitutional right. They don't deserve anything from us. The whole thing would stop right then and there, you know, and you start making your own world the way it should be. We don't teach children these kinds of things. We don't give them emotional traumas from putting masks on them and keeping them socially isolated, making them feel less than what, who they are and angry at each other. No, we will show you how education is. No, I'm not going to go abide by your laws of a business. I can make my private membership association, which is lawful and right, yep. that is legal as well. And so I will do that and I will exchange with my tribe because I can. And the thing is, you just start doing it. But at least start with the education. And that's an easy thing to do and do it today. And that makes a powerful statement, a powerful shockwave throughout the world. It's very doable and very easy. So this is, this is when you have to do something, right? Oh, there's no time like now. If, if, if this is the rev, there is no fight after this if we lose this. And I don't think we're going to lose. Um, I think that it's just time and we don't need everybody 
but I like what you're saying because it's very solution oriented where the solution is just to create something better in your life. Start there and then others will do the same. I'm talking to people all over the world. I, I, I've been messaging people. People email me. I have conversations in my community. Everybody's having the same conversation, Carrie. They're saying, well, what are we going to do? We got to do something. I mean, what if they don't let us go to the grocery stores like in France unless we got the vaccine and all this? And, and I'm like, well, then let's just start trading with each other. Uh, you got a garden. That guy knows how to fish. Yeah. That guy knows how to hunt. Let's we just work together. Communities again. All this. Yes. Only one person living in an apartment. You know, I did the same thing for that's wasteful. We don't need it. You start mm. living together again. I mean, that's powerful right there. You start sharing resources. You don't need as much. So in the interim of anyone trying to cut something off from you, you're okay. You have your tribe. You have a community. Um, you can share skill sets, start teaching other people that, you know, it's, it's possible, it's doable, but you have to start now. And the earlier we start, the easier it is. But if you keep waiting, yes, it's going to get more difficult. So start now. Yeah, I guess the big concern is who, who's got all the military, you know, and I talked to uh, people within the military, within the police. I had um, some representatives from an organization in Canada called Police on Guard for Thee which is a group of police officers, active and retired, that are fighting against the, the medical tyranny going on in Canada. I was so happy to see that that even existed. And now there's the frontline doctors, there's nurses or associations, there's experts coming out, there's people trying to form uh, communities. There's like, it, it, you see it. And it's funny how I think the opportunity here, even though it's it seems dire right now, the opportunity, as you highlighted earlier, is that we could create something even better than we had before. We don't need to go back to normal. We could create. No offense Sorry, to the groups, but the groups are just groups. You say a lot, but honestly, until you see action, you actually do something physical. Okay, yeah. you start showing a different way of living. They won't. They won't go far. They never will. That's why it's it's nice to have groups. But again, you have to start making one move. And an easy thing is the education, right? You start making one move. You have to physically, you yourself, do something. I can't stress that enough because obviously we've gone almost two years with groups and yeah, they're educational. But what really has changed? Not yeah. a whole lot. Good point. Yeah, it has to be action. Yeah, the, the, the time for talk is, is over. Do you see, uh, what do you see that's positive? Uh, you've been speaking at these different events since our last chat, which was probably a year ago now. Um, have you seen an improvement in the numbers of people that you're talking to that you think are waking up and, and people are coming to action now? Do you think it's, you know, how do you see that trajectory of things? Well, I mean, the U S is a little bit behind any other country, but at least, you know, um, like the Clay Clark events, you know, they've been getting up to 10,000 people and it's a very, it's a very uplifting, powerful feeling. You know, people want to, they're in their own ways trying to do something different. You see that group, but again, that's 10,000 people. We need a lot more than 10,000 people. Mm. But at least you're seeing that. You're seeing that, that that's very passionate and powerful. The only thing though is they, I think everybody keeps waiting for a person, one person to start changing everything. And that is something we have to get out of our minds because this is a collective thing that we each are accountable. Each one of us need to actually do a thing, something to show the new way of living, the, the good way of living and standing for what is right for the children, the very least. So this is, 
this is my critique of that because um, the window of opportunity really is closing and yeah. it's not a joke we're talking about. This is not a bad flu vaccine. This is, in my opinion, demonic um, what is inside these, these vials and it cannot go on. And just know that I believe there's always a solution. There's always something you can do, but you have to have knowledge first and the want. Yeah. So, I mean, people have already done some of these, just don't do any more. And um, let's work together to put a moratorium on it because it is absolutely not anything like we've experienced before inside these vials. This is not a joke and we can't go further with it. I agree with you. Um, what would you say are just some basic practical steps of actions people can start taking right away? Well, meet once a week minimum with people locally to you. So you have a support group and that's good emotionally, mentally, and um, physically in case something happens. Somebody goes to your door wanting to force vaccinate you or take your child away. You have a group that you can call, boom, that they can be there on your lawn and the numbers will definitely help and that not going through. Um, you need to have a way of, if something happened, you, you can rely on somebody else's skill sets, et cetera. I mean, you have to have that. It's important you do that right now and, and start today. Um, number two, I think it's always practical that you should have some, you know, some, a way of getting clean water and some food supplies for about two months because um, there'll probably be some other trick up these people's sleeves to try to get us to be motivated to take these experimental injections but if you're prepared you'll be fine again have your tribe around you and i believe in god i mean praying be whatever it's always a personal journey so whatever it is in nature i feel closer with god i remember the words of jesus christ yeshua for me that's that's the most powerful because the way he was was amazing. He didn't, he wasn't preaching to people. He, he went up to everybody. He saw the divinity in everybody. Um, he, he got mad sometimes. Yeah, he threw over tables in the temple and all that. But for the most part, he saw, he saw, he believed in people. And um, yeah, and I think he has a lot of good messages for this very moment. And that's very uplifting. So prayer is, is very powerful. And that true, authentic connection um, is something we should all strive for. And then everything falls into place from that point forward. And then if you have children and, or you're in the community, start offering to assist with a community school where you can teach one class or do one thing, you know, we all can teach something. Um, start doing something like that to organize, just be, be the person that instigates something like that. That's all you have to do. And that kind of intention and that kind of love Will send shockwaves through the world. You have, you will affect more than your little universe right where you sit. You'll affect things around the world as well. Yeah, well stated. I, I think that's it. That, that, those are the things we all have to do, you know, and find our way of doing it and getting in touch with like-minded people, as you said, being prepared. I mean, we should be prepared all the time. And when I grew up, you know, my grandparents and all of their friends, everybody knew someone that, you know, has all the supplies. They know how to make something out of nothing, you know, they're, they're farmers, you know, this is so that old knowledge has kind of gone away with all this urbanization. So, you know, learning some of the skills, you know, getting out in the gardens and 
um, you know, taking up fishing, just figuring it out. And like you said, get into your community and try to help inspire other people and, and teach. The children is a big issue for me as well um, on all levels. You know, you mentioned as the deep, dark stuff going on with the human trafficking and all that, but this, this affects look at the psychology of our kids right now where there's no signals of hope really being given to them. And so just being out there as a role model for these youngsters is really, really important. Um, I myself want to start doing something again in my community, whether they allow me to or not, uh, doing martial arts with kids and trying to get kids out active and healthy and happy again. Um, and I know there's many other coaches out there who probably lost their business you didn't lose your business. Now you just have a new business. You got to start. There's a new thing you have to do, which is to get in there and try to help with these kids. Um, Carrie, I don't want to take too much more of your time. You've done an amazing job here. Was there anything else you wanted to leave people with or any projects you're involved with or upcoming events you're speaking at or anything you want to tell people about? Yeah. One thing I wanted to say, someone said religion is what takes your power. I, I'm not religious. I don't believe in religion but spirituality and a connection with with god which is a personal journey i think is crucial during these times absolutely um so that's a difference there but um right. i uh you know I, I kind of said things to do but just know that i wouldn't be speaking up so much if i didn't have such great love faith and hope and it grows all the time so it doesn't come from me because from outside of me and, um, you know, just remember that just all this negative in the world in a twinkling of an eye, it can all change, you know, it's up to us because we have free will and we can change things very quickly. So don't ever lose hope and always help out another human, always help out another human around you. Just do it, do a random act of kindness without asking for anything in return. Start reaching out, start acting like more humans because if people think they are and they're not, and I guarantee you that will change your heart and will change your outlook on what's happening and it will give you hope. And that is the key of changing the whole negative aspect and the panic and the fear that we fell into. Because honestly, this is a, I'm a scientist by heart. I, I believe in, in looking at the facts and I'm looking at that side, yes. But the more I look into it, the more I know this is such a spiritual mental warfare and we have yeah, to start yeah. rising to the occasion and acting like it. Brilliant. Uh, just incredible, Carrie. Thank you so much. That you've, you've just given a lot of great information, given people hope, and uh, given people some homework. This is what we got to work on. So thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. I'll put your links below so people can follow you and, and stay in touch with your work. And if there's any other updates or anything coming your way that you want to tell people about, reach out. You're welcome back on this platform anytime. And okay. just want to thank you again for jumping on with me today. Thanks, David. My pleasure. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll say goodbye to Carrie and we'll say goodbye to everybody listening. Thank you so much. Don't forget this Thursday is when I'm doing my next show instead of Wednesday. I have Alex Newman joining me. He's got some updates for us. Uh, so make sure you follow me on Telegram for updates on those shows. And other than that, stay well. Truth wins in the end, folks. It's not over just yet. I think it's only just begun. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Cheers.